This is Brain Diet, episode number 119. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. I am recording this just coming off of Memorial Day. I know this will be released on June 10th, which for my office fans out there is when Roy and Pam set their wedding date. (laughs) I always think of that when I see that date, June 10th. Anyway, we are just coming off from this long weekend. I had a great Memorial Day. I did the Murph workout for CrossFit, as many people do on that day every single year. And it's one of the things that I love about those types of workouts when they are already programmed for you and you are surrounded by other people that are also attempting to do it, is I think you push yourself beyond what you ever thought you could or whatever willingly do. (laughs) I just know for me, when I first learned of the work, so the workout that people do on Memorial Day in the CrossFit community, but also just in the gym community, I think it's pretty well known for the most part is you start with a one mile run and then you complete 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 air squats, and then you finish it with a mile run. So it's bookended by those runs. And that sounds just absurd to me. (laughs) Like when I first heard that, I'm like, who in their right mind? Um, A lot of people actually do this. So I learned that. And once I accepted that, I'm like, okay, so maybe it's not the scariest thing in the world, but I've done it a couple of years in a row and it's just fun. It's a fun environment. It's fun to be able to push your body a little bit. It's fun to do it with other people. I think exercising with other people is such a fun way to go about it. It makes it so much better because then you're getting your physical needs met and your social needs. If that's what you need, you know, it's a great thing. I made it through 40 ish of the pull-ups before my right hand tore. So I had to switch to ring rows for the remainder. I didn't even get halfway. I feel like last year I got closer to like 70. So I need to just get better at, um, not ripping on my hands, which I've been trying to do for years. So anyway, that was my, uh, Memorial day celebration was doing this workout That was so fun. And while some days I do that, other days I just walk. Like that's what I do to move my body. And both are equally as important and effective in their own way, both types of movement. And I think that's important to recognize for anybody, wherever they are in their stage of moving their body, whether it's nothing or a lot, they want to do more or less, anything is better than nothing. Moving your body based on where it's at is a great place to start. And walking is an incredible way to move the body. It's one of my favorite hobbies. Can you call walking a hobby? It's something I've done my whole life, walking with my mom. And I just, it's a great way to think too. So sometimes I love to just walk. And other times I love to do stupid things like attempt a hundred pull-ups and rip my hands. (laughs) So hopefully next year I'll get a little further. Today we are talking about the story of overeating is the title of this episode. And I figured, you know, I would tell you a little bit more about my Memorial Day weekend. And, you know, I feel like for me over the weekend, I just, I just struggled. It was really hard for me to make a plan. It 
was difficult for me to stick to whatever I tried to plan. I just couldn't figure out why I couldn't like get my craft together. I just, I, I felt kind of like an idiot at the end of the week where I just, or at the end of the weekend where I was like, I just, I sucked. I did not do what I wanted to do. I just way overdid it. And I felt like there were so many foods where I just couldn't resist. They just were too good. I couldn't resist them. And you know, I didn't, I didn't want to miss out on a lot of things. And that happens with those holiday weekends where I just, I don't know. Sometimes I just want to be a part of it. And that part means participating in eating the food, right? You know, so I'm feeling a little bit disappointed and I feel like I just screwed up some of my goals. I feel, I just, I, after weekends like that, I just feel stuck and I feel like I won't ever get to where I want to go. So anyway, I just, I'm trying to just get back on the wagon. It just was a sucky weekend and I'm upset with myself, but you know, it is what it is. So my friends, that is the end of this version of that story. Now, I want you to consider how often after your weekends or after your evening binges or whatever it might be for you, that that is what your story sounds like. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the weekend and I'm going to tell a different version, a different story about all the same things. Now, if I look back over the weekend, I know exactly what happened. I know that there were moments where there were emotions I didn't want to feel. And I can totally understand why that might have happened for me. I think I was feeling a little bit uncomfortable and I didn't want to feel uncomfortable. And my immediate solution to that was maybe eating more than I had planned. That totally makes sense, right? It's an easy way to solve in the moment. And even though you might know better, like you can understand why someone might do that. Frankly, I am just so grateful to myself for trying and for doing my best at the time. I can look at that and I can look at the weekend and look at um, what I did and didn't do. And I can understand like, oh, you know what? It's not that I don't know what happened. I know exactly what happened. There were just things I didn't want to do and things I didn't want to feel. I didn't want to plan. And maybe I didn't want to feel a little bit uncomfortable. And so I just chose not to, whether it was a really conscious choice or not, that was in my control. And that's such great news because then moving forward, if I have another weekend where I'm wanting to plan and wanting to stick to it, it's completely within my control to do so. And you know what? All the foods on holiday weekends, they're just food. There's no food that is completely irresistible. There's no food that is the best thing in the entire world. There's just food. And there are things that taste good. I'm not going to take that away. And I love those things that taste good. That can be so fun. But you know what? Food doesn't have power over me. I'm always in control. I just have moments where maybe I'm like, oh, you know, I just don't want to feel this. I'm just going to eat. Oh, you know, I just don't want to plan. So I'm not going to plan. But it's all within my control. And on top of that, what I appreciate and love is that even when I have weekends where, or days or evenings or whatever, where I don't eat what I set out to eat, my body is incredible and it knows exactly what to do. It has amazing functionality and it's not like after a weekend of eating a certain way, I'm going to be damaged in any way. Even if the scale goes up, whether it's water retention or even if it were fat that I had gained, 
my body's not damaged. It's simply just doing what a body does. And I am so grateful for that. My body can take what I do to it and put it through and it can respond and still function and still work in my favor without me having to think about it. That's incredible. So even if I overeat, my body knows exactly what to do. My body knows how to take care of me. And if I eat more calories, then it just stores it for me. It's like, hey, we have a little extra. We'll just keep this for us for maybe another time when we need it because we might need it. This is what our body thinks, right? I'm so grateful that my body knows what to do there. And I can look at the weekend and I can say, oh, you know what? I wonder what's going on for me. If I were to think about myself like a friend, I'd be like, yeah, you know, maybe there was something that was especially difficult for me this weekend. Or maybe I just wasn't being as conscious as I try to be. So I wonder how I can learn from that. And maybe next weekend or the next holiday weekend, I now have what I can be aware of. I now have what got in the way this last weekend. Now I'm more equipped to move forward. I'm more equipped for the next holiday weekend because then I can say, okay, last time I struggled to feel uncomfortable. Let's see what I can do about that. Last time I struggled to plan because I didn't want to and I just let that lack of want take over. So if I know those things, then here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to plan on feeling uncomfortable and I'm going to be okay with that. I'm going to be really, really willing next holiday weekend or even just next weekend to be uncomfortable because if I go into it, with a willingness to feel the feelings and go into it all with with eyes wide open, then it'll make the weekend so much easier. And it'll make the discomfort itself not so bad because I'll have planned on it. I'll say, yes, this came up for me last weekend. And so I know it's going to come up for me this weekend. And I can plan on it and I can just watch it and observe it and let it be in my body and not do anything about it. I know I also didn't make a plan. Okay, so there's going to be a part of me that really doesn't want to. How can I support myself next time? And I'm still not going to want to. How can I support myself with that? How can I give myself every advantage to still plan for what I'm going to eat and still give myself some loving structure, knowing that that was what I didn't want to do and I didn't end up following through with? I'm so grateful that I showed up this weekend and that I tried and frankly, I enjoyed some food. The bottom line, and it was, is, is that it was good. I enjoyed myself, and today's a new day. My body's amazing. I've learned some lessons that I can now take into the next day, the next week, the next weekend. I'm good to go. I am better for that weekend now that it's happened and now that I've paid attention to it. This is the conclusion of the second version of this story. How often, my friends, do you have a weekend where you overeat? How often do you have a night where you overeat? How often do you have a moment where you maybe take a bite and you didn't plan to? And you launch into a story about it. We do this too often without even being aware of the fact that this story is affecting how we are feeling. The story you tell after you overeat matters. How you are thinking is constantly creating how you feel. And so if you tell a story like I did with the former one, where you're mean to yourself, you completely negate responsibility that it wasn't on you for what happened. 
you start to believe things like it's screwed up your goals in the future. You say things that are very doomsday-ish. All of those things will create an emotional experience and how you are feeling is going to show up in how you pursue your goals after a weekend, after you do overeat. Like this story is applicable to so many different moments in our lives where maybe something doesn't go to plan. Maybe we get off track in whatever way. And we start to tell ourselves a story, whether vocally or just internally, and it matters. It affects how you continue to show up. It affects how you feel. In the latter version of the story, you have the option to be kind to yourself, to be understanding, to be curious. Whatever it is that you have eaten or not eaten, and however much or lack of, like however much you have eaten or whatever you've done, it's just information. And you're the one that gets to decide, what story do I want to tell about what happened? And if you aren't deliberate in the story that you tell, your brain will naturally, for whatever reason, be inclined to tell the former one. It will be inclined to be unkind and show a lack of understanding. It will be critical. And I don't know why our brains do this necessarily. I think there is some evolutionary purpose, I believe, but... If we don't stay on top of it, then it will grow within us, this negativity and this self-talk that is harmful. You at all times get to choose on purpose how you think. All it requires is just developing the ability to check in with yourself. So while I'm recording this the day after Memorial Day, for anyone that is listening to this at any time, I want you to check in with how you are thinking about how you ate yesterday. How are you thinking about how you ate this last weekend? What story are you telling about it? However you ate, it's not good or bad. And it may lead to certain results, right? Whether it's weight gain or weight loss, but regardless, even the results themselves aren't bad or good either. It's just information. But your emotional experience of all of it depends on how you are thinking about it. How are you thinking about your body and the functions that it provides without you even thinking? Like the way that it has a heart that is functioning at all times. In fact, I had this experience. I had to have an echocardiogram a couple weeks ago and I was watching the tech. He had the the probe thing, whatever, on my chest and I was watching the machine. I was watching the images as he was looking at all of the different parts of my heart and I was amazed that we have this technology that can observe the heart in such an intricate manner. Like it was so cool to be able to observe this and be like, wow, you just have to stick this on my chest and you can see this organ within me that's beating and you can see the, like the valves and the contractions and the blood flow. Like it was just so amazing. But then even more than that, even more than that, I'm like, sure, the technology to look at the heart is amazing. But the fact that I have a heart that does all of those things, that has pumped blood and beat for me since I've been alive without me having to think about it, like that to me is so much more incredible than any technology that we could come up with to look at the heart. 
But for some reason, we aren't inclined to show gratitude for our bodies in these ways. Unless we are on top of it, unless we are deliberate with how we are choosing to think and feel about our body. And again, it just requires you checking in with yourself. How are you thinking about how you ate? How are you thinking about your body? How are you thinking about how it looks today? Some of us think that it just happens to us by default that it's like, oh, you know, I just hate my body. Oh, I just, I just look so fat today. It's like we think we're just reporting something, but in reality, it's a thought we're choosing to think. And that thought can either help us or hinder us. And it can either feel positive and push us in a useful direction, or it can feel negative and just be, serve as a complete useless sentence in our mind. It doesn't create anything more that's good in our life. You get to choose the story that you tell about how you eat. You get to choose the story that you tell about your body. So be deliberate. Don't let your brain run off unsupervised. Just as you wouldn't let a toddler run around with a Sharpie unsupervised. You'd stay on top of it. You'd be aware. This is what we have to do with our brains. Otherwise, they can work against us a little bit. So whatever it is that you have eaten, recognize the story that you're telling and observe it as just a story, okay? And then decide on purpose what you want to think. And then moving forward, you do the same thing. How do you want to think on purpose moving forward as you go into the next weekend, as you go into your next meal? What are you going to think? And why are you going to think it? That is all I have for you, everybody. Be careful with your stories. I love you all. And I will talk to you next week. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one program where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to up-level your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.